0: Thirty-one thousand, forty-five thousand. the story of two trains of French resistance, a podcast by Mathieu Lando Engel. Auguste Mongeauvy, Deported Resistance, 45,887. Today is the 6th of August 1986, and Auguste Mongeovy received the letter. Back on the 17th of September 1941, Auguste was arrested by the police as a member of the Communist Party. He was deemed a dangerous man, and the 18th of November 1939 decree made possible to arrest, without trial, any suspicious man. Nothing more, nothing less. That decree existed before the German occupation, before Vichy, before Pétain. Auguste was indeed part of a triangle of resistance, distributing tracks all over the city, sabotaging the phones he was building for the German war effort. The police had no proof. Auguste was a discreet man, he made sure there would be no evidence. But proof was not needed, with the French laws and decrees in place. Suspicion was enough. Auguste was sent to Auschwitz. He struggled with Raymond Montagu. They became close friends. He witnessed violence at its lowest, pure savagery, murder on an industrial level. To what end? What was the point of all this? Auguste came back to France on the 7th of May 1945. He found his brother. he was arrested too during the war, yet managed to escape. He fought until the liberation of France, de Gaulle, made him a prefect. Victims of deportation could ask for a special status in post-war France. You could ask for a political deported statue, which would give a pension of 5,000 francs. Later on, in 1948, a new statue was created, Deported Resistant. The pension was better, but it was harder to receive it. Auguste asked for a Deported Resistant Statue. But how could Auguste prove he was a member of the resistance? The government didn't need any proof to arrest him, but now they needed some. First, he asked for the communists who knew him to sign a letter. This was of no help. Communists were not allowed to get the Deported Resistant card. Communists couldn't be members of the resistance, apparently. First refusal letter, the road to recognition was about to get much longer. Auguste knew some other people who he sabotaged at the factory whiff. They were not part of the Communist Party. They wrote a letter to testify Auguste's participation to the sabotage. On the 9th of October, 1950, the administration sent him a second refusal letter. This time Auguste was told there wasn't even any proof that he was deported to Auschwitz-Birkenau or anywhere. Now he had to prove he was deported on top of being a member of the resistance. Most of the records were destroyed and Auguste's tattoo didn't seem to be proof enough. After all, anyone can get a tattoo. All the things Auguste saw all the friends he lost. And now he was being told that it didn't happen. August sent the third letter after he got two more testimonies from friends who were resisted with him back in 1940 and 1941. Six people in total testifying personally that Auguste fought the Germans. This time on the 29th of June 1953, the administration acknowledged that Auguste was deported yet refused to see him as a member of the resistance. He should have been deported for a precise act of sabotage, not as a hostage. Because hostages don't resist, apparently. He filed an appeal and he lost once more. His brother, recognized as a member of the resistance himself, helped Another appeal was made, another refusal. 10 years passed. Auguste still could not let it go. When some fought the French and German police in the last weeks of the war, Auguste and many others fought from the very beginning of the occupation. This had to mean something. Time passed. Memories faded with it. August didn't give up and kept on researching. He received three more testimonies, sent a new appeal. But two dates seemed wrong. It was enough for the administration to send a new refusal letter on the 28th of February 1968. Eleven people testified at the end. On the 21st of March 1986, August was told that he would receive his Deported Resistant card. After all this time, it wasn't about the money, the pension. It was about acknowledging the past. Back to the present, a letter comes. Auguste is 83 years old. It took 38 years. But there it is, the Deported Resistant card. Auguste Mongevy was a member of the Résistance, from the early years of the German occupation to the dark times of Auschwitz-Birkenau. The shadow is lifted. Thank you for listening to this episode of 45,000, the story of two trains of French members of the resistance. My name is Mathieu Landour Engel. This episode was about Auguste Monjevin and the 40 years it took him to be finally given a deported resistant card and pension. I assumed that Auguste wanted his deported resistant card as a matter of principle. Maybe he only did it for uh, monetary reasons. But given how many times he tried, I have a feeling this was really important to him. Obtaining a deported card and pension was hard enough, as it could be difficult to prove a deportation. Many of the archives in Auschwitz-Birkenau were destroyed, including the registration of archives. Yet it wasn't impossible, as the French archives were, for the most part, still available. Now a deported-resistant card and pension was a much harder card to obtain. The police barely needed proof to arrest and deport and the members of the resistance did their best to hide themselves and any evidence they were part of any network. Now after the war, those evidence uh, were needed uh, to get a deported resistance card and those evidences were uh, mostly destroyed, so proving anything was, was really hard. Plus being a member of the communist resistance was highly controversial. The resistance was supposed to follow the directives of de Gaulle and the French Free Forces. The communist resistance mostly followed the directives of the Communist Party, so you could on one hand argue that those are different types of resistance, but it was still resistance. The communists were among the first to resist in a country that, in its crushing majority, tolerated the collaboration implemented by the Vichy regime. But the communists were controversial. Their position regarding the pact of non-aggression between Germany and Soviet Union, even if many reacted to it differently, was still considered betrayal. Many still loathed the communists. It is evident that denying the communists of that deported resistance card and pension was uh, political. The word resistance in itself was a controversial word. After de Gaulle and the French Free Forces liberated the country, de Gaulle and the government, for many different reasons, claimed that all its citizens resisted, in a way or another, that the country was a country of resistance. It's hard to agree with that point, uh, yet this was the official version for decades, and it wasn't until the death of the general de Gaulle and the work of authors like Robert Paxton or documentaries like um, Marcel Ophuls the sorrow and the pity, that it was acknowledged that not everybody was a member of the resistance in France, and more, those who were actual uh, members of the resistance were still not recognized. Auguste Mongeauvy's case is the most extreme, many would have given up after a couple of tries. Auguste kept on demanding that card and pension for 40 years. I have been trying to find Auguste Monjovis relatives, unfortunately my research was unsuccessful. If by any chance you know of someone related to him, please let me know. I would be very pleased to get in touch and make sure the text I wrote doesn't contain any errors. My sources for this story mostly come from the book Red Triangles in Auschwitz by Claudine Cardon-Amet, the book Le Syndrome de Vichy by Henri Rousseau, Le Convoi du 24 janvier by Charlotte Delbo, the website Memoire Vive, the Foundation for the Memory of Deportation, the Metron website, and the fantastic website Auschwitz.org. Thank you very much for your attention. This was my last episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to the story of those fantastic women and men. 31,000, 45,000, the story of two trains of French resistance. A podcast by Mathieu Landour Engel.